Yeah, I actually remember one time when I was living in Alaska, and I can't remember whether it was winter or or summer, but either way, there were no standard daylight queues. Mm-hmm. And I'd been traveling somewhere and came back and must have slept for quite some time. And remember calling, I think it was my agent or my editor or something on the East Coast, and I just wanted to like update him on this trip that I had. And I thought, that I had woken up at like 7.30 in the morning. And so I start to tell him about my trip and he just pauses and goes, Kieran, this is great, but um, I'm asleep. It's 11.30 at night. <laughs> well, mm. Oh, oh, yeah. hard to tell around here. Wait, so somehow, somehow in the, the midst of all this, you turned into Kermit the Frog? Yes, that does happen to me at times of great stress. I see. <laughs> <laughs> And so on the other end of the line, your agent was just like, (laughs) I've never attempted a Miss Piggy impression before. And I probably wouldn't. Yeah, well, there you go. (laughs) Couldn't even tell. But doesn't she call him Frog? She does. Right. So that should should have tipped you off that that's what I was attempting. I thought it was some kind of Beaker animal mashup. Oh, now Beaker, Beaker, I do. Or no, not Beaker, Bunsen Honeydew. Bunsen Honeydew. (laughs) Although specifically the Muppet Babies version of Bunsen Honeydew. (laughs) I see. (laughs) My name is Professor Bunsen Honeydew, and this is Beaker. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. I have so many hidden talents, Kieran. But now we know. Miss Piggy impression, not among them. Yeah, very specific talents. Very useless talents for the most part. Yes. Welcome to another edition of the Interim Champion Boxing Podcast with Raskin and Mulvaney. With my co-host Eric Raskin, I am Kira Mulvaney. Uh, coming up, we have recaps of wins for Conor Ben, Angelo Leo, and Joshua Buatzi. We'll look ahead to this week's clash between Teofimo Lopez and Jermaine Ortiz. I will hit Eric with an episode of The Fight Game. And we'll look back on episode four of True Detective Night Country, starring Jodie Foster and pro boxer Kaylee Reese. But first... This week's news, and there's no question about the main event, Eric. Indeed, uh, we were closing in on the first truly major fight of 2024, just a couple of weeks away, when word came down on Friday that the February 17th undisputed heavyweight championship clash between Alexander Usyk and Tyson Fury had been postponed once more. It had already been pushed back from a tentative December date after Fury got cut in what was supposed to be an easy fight against Francis Ngannou. And now it's been postponed again due to Fury suffering a cut, this time in sparring from an errant elbow on a follow through. And we all saw the photos. It's on his right eyelid. And this isn't some little nick or scrape. It reportedly required 15 stitches. And for a moment, the talk turned to finding a replacement opponent for Usyk and keeping the undercard intact. But that idea was quickly tossed aside. And instead, we learned Fury Usyk has a new date. It is rescheduled for May 18th. Uh, Details still TBA on whether the whole undercard is coming with it or maybe some of the February 17th undercard moved to the March 8th Joshua Ngannou card. But if Fury Usyk indeed happens May 18th, then just a three-month delay all our hopes and dreams of a singular heavyweight champion are not dashed. But I threw the word if in there. Uh, Kieran, despite them announcing a new date, any concerns on your part that this fight may never happen? 
there's so much money involved and so much prestige involved that it is hard to see it not happening. But I have to say, although this was clearly just an unfortunate accident and a very highly legitimate cut, as you were saying, mm. it's felt for a while as if Fury doesn't particularly want any of this. Um, he's the one who's consistently made a lot of noise about it, about finances, about the conditions, who's set ultimatums unilaterally and then decided that once Usyk didn't make those reach those you know uh, unilateral declarations that that he was going to pull out of negotiations there was all that smoke and noise he's the one who's caused it to be postponed multiple times while Usyk has just kept quiet and kept working and, and preparing himself um but look like I said in this case this injury was legit that was a nasty looking cut like he said and honestly I'm surprised that it was rescheduled for May Mm. And not June or July. I mean, that looked bad enough, that cut that, you know, you would think Tyson would need a couple of months. But, you know, maybe it's, you know, he's unlikely to need much sparring at this point, seeing as he was sparring till quite late in the in the day. Um, and then it's just going to be a case of just maintaining his conditioning. Um, but I don't know, you know, it's funny. It kind of feels to me increasingly that it's getting to a point where Fury really needs this fight and really needs to win it. It feels like he's used up a lot of the goodwill that he had generated yeah. through his performances against Deontay Wilder and and through some of his, you know, uh, mental health advocacy. This, you know, there's still that strange, unexplained absence that may or may not have been due to a failed drug test. And then there was the whole controversy about the was he trying to get a farmer to say that he had been eating uncastrated boar meat and all this kind of stuff? <laughs> His act generally feels like it's, it was always a bit one note, and it right. feels like it's gotten pretty old, to be honest. Um, and if he were to lose to Usyk on the back of his Ngano performance... you know, his, his entire legacy might be at stake. And so I wonder if there are elements of that going on in Tyson Fury's head here, and if he's feeling the pressure a little bit and realizing that he not only needs this fight, but really does need to win it. And I think for all that he's gone out of his way to diminish Usyk and diminish his size, I think he takes him pretty seriously. And he knows that he's a real legitimate threat because he just poses the kind of challenge that nobody else in the heavyweight division does. Um, so I wonder if there's an element of that going on, all of which is to say this was a legitimate cut, an unfortunate accident. Uh, and he must have been just about his last sparring session, too, with just a couple of weeks out. He kind of had much to do. It was much more sparring to do. Really, really unfortunate. Um, Usyk's promoter just kind of shrugged his shoulder. Egis Klimas did not and basically right. accused Fury of being a, a horrible coward. But hopefully, May 18th, at what, third, fourth time of asking, we'll actually <laughs> be able to go ahead and we'll we'll finally get what we want. Yeah, that's a good observation that you made about just where Tyson Fury's reputation stands now and how much more he needs this and needs to be successful here than you would have said was the case a year or so ago. That mm. um, there, There's real pressure on him at this point that if he loses to Usyk or for whatever reason never fights Usyk, that his legacy is damaged. I mean, I think he's still, regardless, he's done enough to to get into the Hall of Fame and all. But we were talking about him not too long ago about, you know, in the ranks of the all-time great heavyweights and and questioning the sort of 
boy, what heavyweight from history could beat this guy? Well, I, I guess Lennox Lewis probably I'd favor against him. And, you know, maybe Ali would find a way, but there aren't too many. That That's where the conversation was not that long ago. And the Nganu struggle and, and the seeming semi-reluctance to fight Usyk, I think you're absolutely right that the he has a lot at stake here legacy-wise, whereas Usyk, I think it, it's all upside for Usyk. He is secured his position as the the great cruiserweight of his era, maybe the greatest cruiserweight of all time and someone who has achieved quite a bit at heavyweight. And so he can, he can only add to his legacy. I don't think it can be hurt. Whereas Fury's legacy can really be hurt here. Um, I'm feeling fairly optimistic that it is going to happen after they rescheduled it so quickly. You know, the, the immediate reaction on Friday featured a lot of doom and gloom and I, I'm glad in retrospect that we didn't do a Friday emergency pod and, and instead mm. gave it the weekend for things to settle a bit. Uh, I heard some talk initially of, you know, maybe maybe now they're going to wait for AJ to beat Ngannou and just do Fury AJ instead for bigger money, which, you know, I don't hate Fury AJ. It's, you know, as massive as it gets, but I prefer Fury Usyk because of the stakes, um, because of what it means to me as uh linealist is that, is that a word linealist i don't know uh, <laughs> it is now but um i think the timeline to get to may 18th i agree that it feels a little rushed but i still think it can work out you know even if no sparring for two months because of the cut that would put us in early april still gives them six weeks before the fight no reason fury can't have a, a full training camp and be in good shape but of course the cut makes you nervous uh, about it reopening and sparring if any punch lands there. Or in some ways, the even worse scenario would be you get to fight night and it opens up in the first couple of rounds and ultimately ends up deciding the fight. Um, that's what I really don't want to see happen. But yeah, all in all, I'm feeling optimistic as we record this. I, I, I do believe this fight will still happen. And if it happens on May 18th, a, a three month delay isn't a huge deal in the grand scheme. Um, although I, I have to say all of this overshadows what I thought a few days ago would be the big Fury Usyk conversation piece of the week, the promo video that they released last Wednesday, oh, yeah. <laughs> which has to be the most expensive boxing promo ever loaded with CGI and multiple sets and costumes. And there's a Western theme and a pirate theme and an animated segment. A lot of Saudi blood money went into making that commercial. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that I particularly liked it, but I do think it was well done in terms of crossing over to the mainstream audience that if you see that and you're someone who doesn't know much about Fury or Usyk, you only occasionally watch boxing, you know the names, but but maybe that's about it. This promo really made them seem larger than life and made the fight feel massive. Um, and, and I wonder if maybe that all factored in in some small way to them rescheduling the fight so quickly that once you've put mm. multiple millions of dollars into a commercial, you're going to want to make sure you're getting use out of it. Yeah, maybe. And it's funny. I was, that's a good point. And I, I was watching that and I'm the same as you thinking, I'm not actually sure this is actually any good. I think <laughs> right. this is really cheesy actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's probably a valid point. The fact, the fact that it had just been released, um and 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 fury was over in in saudi and mm -hmm. and I, i'm i'm sure that that everybody over there was 
yeah, you sat down with him and was like, how quickly can we get this done? Because we want to get this done as soon as possible. Right. Um, and and I guess that's the beauty of being in their position. They can just, they don't have to worry about any clashing dates or anything. They'll just be, you know, let's just put off a few executions that we had scheduled for this day and we'll have a, we'll, <laughs> we'll have a boxing card instead. Oh, um, you, you went there, Kieran. You, you went there. You're went the, there. the opposite of dropping a His Excellency into the conversation. <laughs> yes. Yeah, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> okay, I won't. <laughs> All right, we we have just uh, two other news items. Producing quality podcast content like this doesn't come easy, and we are, oh, so very poor. So if you would like to listen to the rest of this, please click the necessary button and subscribe. <laughs>